On the heels of yesterday's announced agreement between the United States and the European Union to provide the European Union with additional LNG from countries that are not Russia, I today am proposing the formation of an additional position within the federal government. And that position is the ambassador of LNG. And while you might believe, as I do, that the federal government is already bloated and doesn't need any additional positions, I would argue that the importance and the timeliness of this topic, LNG, and more broadly, the energy industry and the uh, ongoing energy crisis, if you will, particularly in Europe, that this position is warranted. This position is important. And so, in addition to recommending the position, I also have a recommendation for who should fill that position. And that person is NBA Hall of Famer John Stockton. And you might be asking why John Stockton would be recommended for this position when, in many ways, we already have an LNG ambassador in the form of Toby Rice. Because if you've been following the headlines, you will have seen that Toby Rice, the president of the largest natural gas producer in the United States, has been out there in many ways as an LNG ambassador touting all of the benefits of LNG, both from a geopolitical standpoint, an energy security standpoint, but also from an environmental standpoint. And he's been doing this for years, long before, of course, the uh, invasion of Ukraine. But nevertheless, Toby's a busy man. He's running a big company, an important company. And so I am proposing somebody who could be dedicated to this role as LNG ambassador. And that person, again, is John Stockton. But why? Why John Stockton? Well, for one, of course, Right now, is in the midst of March Madness, and of course, we saw more March Madness last night with a, another victory by St. Peter's as it moved on to the Elite Eight, people have basketball on the mind, right? And certainly when you think of basketball, at least when I think of basketball, the person that I turn to is my favorite player of all time, and that is John Stockton. Another reason, of course, is that, well, John Stockton's Gonzaga team is typically one of the better teams. It was the number one overall seed, despite being upset the other night. But again, there is a connection between Gonzaga, who have been in the headlines until their upset loss, and who, again, is connected uh, forever to John Stockton, minus the, the lack of connection recently because his tickets were revoked. But that's a whole other story for another day. But anyway, another reason, of course, is that John Stockton turns 60 years old today. So happy birthday, John Stockton. And Again, as a, as a gift to John Stockton, who, of course, was the ultimate giver, at least figuratively in the terms of passing, why not gift him this new position? But, of course, most importantly, and flowing from his gift-giving ability, John Stockton is the king of assists. And what is this whole LNG thing about? Well, in many ways, it's about assisting our allies, right? giving them the, the tools, if you will, giving them a bit more freedom eventually to wean themselves off of Russian sources of energy. And so again, why not turn to this king of assists? Why not turn to somebody like John Stockton, whose autobiography, in, for, in fact, is called Assisted, right? That is the world that he lived in. That is what allowed him to have great success. He helped others thrive. He helped his team thrive. And so, what are we doing with this LNG commitment? Well, the goal is to help others thrive, our European allies. And while, again, the logistics and the timing and there's all kinds of other things that need to be sorted out for that to actually happen, but at least yesterday's announcement was a step in the right direction. So why not go ahead and form this, this new position, this LNG ambassador position, and give it to John Stockton? And so with that, I 
would be remiss not to use John Stockton to build upon the ultimate goal of the energy detox, which is, of course, to help you become a better leader within the energy industry, which again helps us turn to someone like John Stockton, who in many ways is the ultimate leader, the ultimate energy industry leader, despite, again, being from up in Spokane, Washington, where, again, I don't believe they are uh, the biggest producers of energy. But nevertheless, John Stockton as a point guard is in many ways what you want to be as a leader. You want to see the floor. You want to see things going on. You want to be in control. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you're the ones scoring the points, right? You're not necessarily the Carl Malone who was launched into second place on the all-time scoring list because of somebody like John Stockton. Of course, noting that LeBron James just passed Carl Malone here a couple of days ago for that uh, second slot. But nevertheless, again, John Stockton was there as a leader who was happy to be behind the scenes was anything but flashy. Heck, he showed up to games in a minivan, right? Just wearing khakis and a polo shirt. He didn't show up in a, you know, Maserati. Not that there's anything wrong with that or a $10,000 suit. Not that there's anything wrong with that. He was first and foremost, a family man. He had his values straight, his values square. He had six kids and his retirement was fueled, at least in his words, more by his commitment to his family and his desire to, to be there and not be sitting in hotel rooms waiting for games to start. And even though he was still playing fine, he only missed a handful of games throughout his career, he decided to retire because those were his priorities. And that's what you want in a leader, right? You want somebody who, one, has his priorities straight, two, has his or her eyes on the floor, so to speak, and watching things move around, and three, probably most importantly, helping other people thrive, helping other people do what they need to do. But I guess the, the fourth thing I'll throw in there is that a leader, when he needs to take charge, when he or she needs to say, look, I got this. They can do that as well. And that's what John Stockton did on occasion, most famously when he launched the Jazz into the NBA Finals when he took over against the Phoenix Suns. He did step up. He was the man. He, you know, found a, found himself in a position where it wasn't enough to just help others, to just assist others. And so again, from a leadership standpoint, ask yourself, in what ways are you like a point guard, like John Stockton, who's content being behind the scenes and quietly helping other people thrive and, and do better and move forward and, and move more smoothly and freely? Or are you constantly striving unnecessarily to be the big man, to be the flashy man, to be the one with the $10,000 suits and the Maserati figuratively unnecessarily? And in turn, might you already be in a position where, again, your flash might be detracting from the flow of your, your team and your ability to, to win? And again, I can talk for 30 more minutes about John Stockton and everything that he brought to the game and to life. And again, I, I recommend if you haven't read it, you read his autobiography, Assisted. It's a great story. But regardless of whether you choose to read this or whether you feel that John Stockton, Stockton is worthy of all of this praise because he has his detractors, of course. And in fact, while he was playing, I remember again, as a kid, as a big fan of John Stockton, I wore number 12, you know, when I was playing uh, youth basketball there because I was that big of a fan. But there were detractors of his, just as there are detractors of the energy industry, of course. Many people called John Stockton dirty. They didn't like the way he played. And again, much like the energy industry, they think of us as, as dirty. They don't see our, our value. And in fact, in many ways, they interpret, misinterpret the grit, the, the hard-nosed nature of the energy industry for something that it's not. That again, it, it's dirty simply because you know, we do get dirty when we're when we're out and about, right? When we're in the field, when we're getting our job done. It's necessary work. But people, in many ways, look down upon it, which, of course, is fueling, in many ways, uh, a crisis when it comes to employment, when it comes to people who don't want to enter the energy industry or enter the trades and, and get dirty, if you will. 
And while again, we can talk for another 30 minutes about some of the topics that the likes of Mike Rowe, who might also be another good, uh, worthy ambassador at some point for the United States, at least when it comes to jobs and getting the job done and and doing what's necessary to support ourselves domestically and, and in turn our allies around the world, bring it back to John Stockton. He was a hard-nosed, gritty player, and he was durable. He was somebody who, again, only missed a handful of games throughout his long career, much like the oil and gas industry, who is there when you need us. They're there when you need us. When there is a crisis, we're ready to adapt, unlike other options out there, if you will. Again, not to to put down those other options when it comes to energy, but the reality is that we've been around for 160 years. And we're going to continue being around because we are durable. We are gritty. We are hard-nosed. And we are dirty, at least in the sense that we're not afraid to get dirty. But the reality is we get the job done. We do it right. And again, much like John Stockton, he gets it done by one, executing, by doing the fundamentals and doing them well. And two, by recognizing, and again, this is the point of the book here, assisted. Assisted. He Obviously, he spends this whole book. It's co-written with, with his high school coach, I believe. It's co-written because he recognizes all of the people that helped him, which again brings us back to leaders. He recognizes the leaders around him throughout his life that allowed him to thrive and in turn help others thrive. So the question for you today is not whether you agree with my silly recommendation for LNG ambassador and whether you agree with my uh, silly recommendation for John Stockton as ambassador, but the question for you today is, again, are you like John Stockton? Are you unselfish? Are you like a point guard? Can you see what's going on around you? And are you trying at every step along the way to assist others, to help others thrive and in turn, help your team thrive, help yourself thrive and to build a legacy, if you will, not just for yourself, but again, for your organization. And as we move again to certainly a much wider view for our nation and for those who are uh, friends of ours around the world. And so with that, of course, I, I wish John Stockton, who I'm assuming, uh, given his very quiet nature, uh, is not listening to podcasts or not listening to this. And uh, I'm pretty sure he has disavowed himself of all things social media and disavowed himself of pretty much anything that's trendy, as evidenced by the fact that I believe he was the last one or two people to still be wearing the uh, the short shorts in the NBA for, for what that's worth. But nevertheless, happy birthday to you, John Stockton. And again, to all of you watching, I hope you enjoy watching the rest of March Madness and rooting for uh, the likes of the the little guys like St. Peter's as they march through and defeating the big guys like uh, Gonzaga, who they didn't defeat directly, of course. But nevertheless, it's you know great story, a great time of year to be energized, to think about basketball, to think about energy, to think about all of the power that the natural gas industry and in turn, the power of LNG can provide and continues providing for everybody else. And with that, I hope you have a great rest of the day, a great weekend. And as always, thank you for tuning in.